G'day, it's Phil Edwards, Vision CEO here, with a quick invitation to become part of this amazing beacon of hope called Vision. Together we can put our love into action to help people of all kinds build or rebuild their lives on the truth of God. Please consider the part you can play during our upcoming Visionathon appeal, remembering that it's your support that makes Vision possible, including this podcast. Audio on demand from Vision Christian Media. We know Satan's temptations are real, and our response is real important. Pastor Greg Laurie shows us the right way to react. Here's the deal, devil. Listen very carefully. You get nothing. You get zero. You get zip. You get nada. You've ripped me off. You've taken advantage of me. I'm giving you nothing. There's no compromise. Goodbye. And you turn your back on him and follow the Lord, and you'll never regret it. That's the way to live for Christ. This is the day when the lost are found This is the day for a new beginning Amazing grace, how sweet the sound Again you hear all the angels are singing This is the day, the day when life begins When the devil tempts us, it pays to remember the words of the renowned evangelist Billy Sunday. He said... Hell is the highest reward that the devil can offer you for being a servant of his. On A New Beginning, Pastor Greg Laurie helps us to stick to our guns and refuse to compromise. We're learning to follow the example of the great leader Moses. Pastor Greg continues his series, World Changes. We're observing Moses' confrontation with the Pharaoh of Egypt. Pretty intense. Let's see what happens now when Moses has his first confrontation with the great Pharaoh of Egypt. Now let's flip over to Exodus chapter 5, starting in verse 1. Afterwards Moses and Aaron went in and told Pharaoh, Thus says the Lord God of Israel, Let my people go, that they may hold a feast to me in the wilderness. The Pharaoh said, Who is the Lord? Why should I obey his voice to let Israel go? I don't know the Lord, nor will I let Israel go. And they said, the God of the Hebrews has met with us. Please let us go three days journey into the desert and sacrifice to the Lord our God, lest he fall upon us with pestilence or with the sword. We'll stop there. So now the big moment has come. Moses walks into the court of the Pharaoh and says, let my people go. And the Pharaoh thought, there's no way I'm gonna do this, and he opposed Moses. So now a series of judgments are gonna come upon Egypt. But that didn't cause the Pharaoh to respond. His heart just gets harder, but now this is interesting. He knows what Moses is doing, so he's gonna change his strategy, and that really brings us to the heart of this message. He brings a series of compromises to Moses, so he'll not do what is right. Look at Exodus 8.25. Pharaoh called for Moses and Aaron. All right, he said. Go ahead and offer sacrifices to your God, but do it here in the land. Moses replied, well, that wouldn't be right. The Egyptians detest the sacrifices we offer to the Lord our God. Look, if we offer sacrifices here where the Egyptians can see us, they will stone us. We must take a three-day trip into the wilderness to offer sacrifices to the Lord our God, just as he commanded us. Pharaoh replied, all right, go ahead. 
I'll let you go into the wilderness to offer sacrifices to the Lord your God. But don't go too far away. Now hurry and pray for me. Hmm. So the Pharaoh said, okay, okay already. Go, leave. But don't go too far. Hey, and don't forget, pray for me, intercede for me. Now what's going on? He's trying to get them to compromise. First of all, he says, go sacrifice here in the land. But what did God tell him to do? He said, go three days into the wilderness. Why? Because God wanted them to put as much distance between them and Egypt as possible so they wouldn't be tempted to go back. And in the same way, when we become a Christian, God tells us to make a break with our past and our sinful activities and begin to follow Jesus Christ. Because you see, if you make a deal with the devil, you're gonna ultimately lose. You know, the devil will say, all right, all right, if you have to be a Christian, be one, but be practical, don't get fanatical. You know, when I first became a believer, I hung around with a bunch of low-life guys, and I was one of them. And we did drugs together. And uh, in Christ had come into my life. And I remember what I said to one of my friends right after I became a Christian. I said, Greg, he had the same name as I do, but he had two G's in his name. I said, Greg, don't worry. The last thing you're ever gonna see is Lori becoming a fanatic. I said, you're never gonna see me walking around, carrying a Bible, talking about Jesus. I'm still gonna be cool, but I'll believe in God too. Famous last words. And I'm thankful they were famous last words. Because for a little bit of time I tried to fit in with these guys and I realized I have to walk away from this life completely. And, and you know, and it was hard because these were my friends. As low life as they were, they were my friends. And now I have to go and hang out with a bunch of people that seemed a little odd to me, quite frankly. Because it's Jesus this and Jesus that and the Bible this and the Bible that. And I'm thinking, I don't know. That's a little too intense for me. But I realized that I needed to walk away from that old life and start a new one with Christian brothers and sisters around me. See, that's the way to do it. See, compromise never works. Heard a story about a hunter who went out to shoot a bear and he found a big one. He had him in his sights. He was just getting ready to pull the trigger when the bear turned around and said, excuse me, this is a true story. Hunter shock, of course, it's a talking bear. Bear says, excuse me, what are you doing? The hunter says, well, I'm gonna shoot you and kill you. Bear said, wait, isn't it better to talk than to shoot? And let me ask you, what is it you want? The hunter said, well, I'm cold, I want a fur coat. The bear said, okay, maybe we can talk. Here's what I want, a full stomach. So the hunter set his gun up against a tree and the bear and the hunter disappeared into the forest for a while. A little bit later, the bear emerged alone Apparently the negotiations had been successful. The hunter got his fur coat and the bear got a full stomach. <laughs> That's how compromise works. Oh, don't go too far. Don't be too fanatical, the devil says. And we compromise with him. Well, thanks for joining us. You're listening to A New Beginning with Pastor Greg Laurie, the senior pastor of Harvest Christian Fellowship in Riverside, California. And he's sharing today about standing our ground and not compromising. It's a study of the confrontation between Moses and Pharaoh. Moses demanding his people be let go. Let's continue. Look at this. This is really interesting. The Pharaoh says in verse 28, I'll let you go, but pray for me. Wow. 
doesn't that look like he's getting closer to God? Well, maybe and maybe not. And we know, of course, it was maybe not. It was a ploy. And this happens to believers. They get into relationships with non-believers. Sometimes it's romantic and sometimes it even becomes sexual and they've totally compromised their witness and they know it's a bad thing and they know they need to break up with this person. So the Christian says to the non-Christian, we need to terminate this relationship. And the non-believer says, oh wait, don't give up on me. Pray for me. I'm close to coming to Christ. Say, yeah, you know what? They're not gonna come to Christ by you compromising. They're gonna come to Christ by you standing up for what is true. You know, that's how you do it. I read about a dating service called Just Coffee. And uh, supposedly you can go meet somebody. It's better than dinner or lunch because, you know, dinner can go on long, right? And maybe you meet this person for the first time and say, wow, I do not wanna be here with them for an hour. So Just Coffee. It's much simpler. But you know, maybe you're trying to find someone, that right person, that guy, that girl that you're gonna spend the rest of your life with. Well, uh, instead of just coffee, I have a better idea. How about just church? Just church, here's how it works. A guy asked you out, a girl asked you out, let's go out, are you a believer? Uh, why do you ask? <laughs> well, because I'm a Christian and I will only get involved with a Christian. Oh, yeah. Hallelujah. <laughs> Even the way they say it's kind of sleazy. Like, never heard it said in such a creepy way. Doesn't the Bible say something about a holy kiss or something? You know, Here's a way to call them out. If they're really Christian, say, well, I'd, I'd like to go out with you. Great. Let's go out for coffee. Great. At my church. Your church has coffee? Oh, we have awesome coffee, yeah. Come, to, come meet me at church. We'll go to the service. And after this service, I'll meet you for coffee. A lot of those people will not show up, trust me. But if they do, hey, you got them in church, that's good. They'll hear the word of God and if they're really a believer, then you know you go from there. I met my wife in church. I was speaking and uh, she was sitting there with her two sisters and I saw her. Now, I was not like scoping girls out when I preach normally, but <laughs> Kathy just sort of stood out. There was like a light coming on her. And <laughs> Wasn't quite like that, but I noticed her and afterwards I started talking and one thing led to another and 43 years later, here we are, okay? So, but what a great place to meet that person. Because here's the problem, you get involved romantically and especially if you marry a non-believer, it pulls you down. Here's a modern translation of a familiar verse, be not unequally yoked together with non-believers. 2 Corinthians 6.14, it says, don't become partners with those who reject God. How can you make a partnership out of right and wrong? That's not partnership, that's war. Is light best friends with dark? Do Christ and the devil go strolling together? Do trust and mistrust hold hands? So well translated, that is so right to what that verse is saying. It doesn't work because you're not gonna end up pulling them up. In more cases, they're gonna end up pulling you down, you see? And so the Pharaoh is using a boy, oh, pray for me, man. I'm close, stay close. No, 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 we, we gotta get out of here. All right, look at Exodus 10. We're almost done. So Moses and Aaron were brought again to Pharaoh and he said, all right, go serve the Lord your God. By the way, who are the ones who are going? Moses said, well, we'll go with our young and our old, 
our sons and our daughters, our flocks and our herds, and we'll hold a feast to the Lord. And you say, well, the Lord better be with you if I let you and your little ones go, for behold, evil is ahead of you. Now Pharaoh's saying, okay, I'll let you go, but I want you to leave your kids here. Wow. Did you know the devil wants your kids? And he can't have them. Because we're gonna raise them in the way of the Lord. That's our job. That's not the church's job in Sunday school. We'll do what we can to reinforce what you're doing at home. It's not the job of the Christian school. It's the job, it's the mission, it's the calling, it's the privilege of the parent, of the mother, of the father, and you grandparents have a role to play in this as well. To raise those children in the way of the Lord. I love the way Moses put it. He said, teach these truths to your child when you get up in the morning, when you go to sleep at night, when you walk together. It's something you do all the time, teaching your children what is right. But listen to this. You gotta live it too. Because if you tell them one thing and you do another and you contradict what you're saying, that's a way to drive kids away from Christ. But if you wanna draw them to Christ, show them what it is, model it for them, and teach them the word of God. So the Pharaoh says, okay, okay, go. And you, you know, Moses could have said, hey, let's get out of here. Oh, he's gonna let us go. Now I want your kids. You're not gonna get our kids. Okay, so now the final compromise. Exodus 10, 24, Pharaoh calls Moses and says, all right, all right. Take your whiny little kids if you have to. But leave your flocks and herds. Moses could have said, this is a good deal. Let's get out while we're ahead. I mean, he's telling us we can go. We just have to leave our animals. But I love what Moses says to Pharaoh. Verse 26, no, Pharaoh, not a hoof will be left behind. Why would Pharaoh even want the animals? Because he knew if there was something left in the land, it would keep them potentially coming back to the land. But here's what Moses says. No, you, you can't have our animals. You can't have our kids. You can't have anything. We are leaving lock, stock, and barrel. And we need to say the same thing to the devil. Here's the deal, devil. Listen very carefully. You get nothing. You get zero. You get zip. You get nada. You've ripped me off. You've taken advantage of me. You've you ruined my life for years and you've ruined the lives of people I know. I'm giving you nothing. There's no compromise. Goodbye. And you turn your back on him and follow the Lord and you'll never regret it. That's the way to live for Christ. I said earlier, you need to be born again to enter God's kingdom. You know, when you follow Jesus, he fills the void in your life. You have the hope of heaven and you find what you were always looking for. When you reject Jesus and have a hard heart, you walk through life with emptiness and guilt, and then you face a certain judgment. What a ripoff! It's time for you to make a change. You decide if your heart will be soft or hard. We're gonna close now in prayer, and I'm gonna extend an invitation for you to break free from the power of the devil. An invitation for you to have Christ and take residence in your heart an invitation for you to know with certainty that you will go to heaven when you die. Let's all bow our heads. Father, thank you for your word. And now I pray for any person here who does not yet know you. Help them to see their need for Jesus and help them to come to you and believe now. We ask this in your name. Amen.
Pastor Greg Laurie with an important word of prayer. And if you would like to make that kind of change today in your relationship with God, Pastor Greg would like to help you to do that right now. I think people are surprised that it doesn't take years to become a Christian. It doesn't take months. It doesn't take weeks. It doesn't take days. It doesn't even take hours. You can believe on the spot. And I would like to lead you in a prayer where you can ask for his forgiveness, a prayer where you can receive Jesus Christ into your life as your Savior and Lord. So if you want Christ to come into your life, if you want him to forgive you of your sin, if you want a second chance in life, if you want to go to heaven when you die, stop what you're doing and pray after me. These words, Lord Jesus, I know I am a sinner and I'm sorry for my sin, and I turn from it now, and I choose to follow you from this moment forward as Savior and Lord, as God and friend. Thank you for loving me and calling me and forgiving me. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Amen. And if you've just prayed that prayer, we'd love to help you by sending something called our New Believers Growth Packet. It's a great way to get started living as a Christian. We'll be glad to send it to you free of any charge or obligation to help you answer some questions you might have and help you build a solid foundation for your faith. Just ask for the New Believers Growth Packet when you contact us on 1-800-00-5011. Well, next time, Pastor Greg continues his series called World Changes with some more insights from the epic confrontation between Moses and Pharaoh. Hope you can join us same time tomorrow on A New Beginning. Now for a copy of Pastor Greg's full message from today, get in touch with Vision Christian Store. It was called The Danger of the Compromised Life. Just go to visionstore.org.au or call 1-800-00-5011. Thanks for taking time to listen to this audio on demand from Vision Christian Media. To find out more about us, go to vision.org.au.